Welcome to episode seven of the Descend podcast of Mountain View Community Church. This is where we take the Sunday sermon and descend into the journey of our weeks to share the love of Christ with the world around us. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you throughout your week. My name is Aaron LaDuke, and I'm joined this afternoon by Kim Martin. Hello. And David Max Young. Now the whole world knows your middle name. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's in my email. So okay. they priority. Uh, the cat's out of the bag on yeah. that one. Okay, good. Uh, we should note that we are not joined by our amazing communications director, Hannah Carnifix. Sad. Yeah, but it's but pretty happy. good because yeah. she had a baby. Yeah, and, totally. And uh, so she's off. She's taken some maternity leave for a while. So you're stuck with us. Um, how are you guys doing this morning? Afternoon. It's afternoon now. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows, though, when people are listening to this? It's so true. Could be morning. Yeah. Doing good. I never really thought about that. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been a day. <laughs> what a day. I'm glad you guys are here. Um, okay. We're in uh, John 15. We're going to be talking about being friends of Jesus. But uh, first, a because this sermon was about friendship, our fun question is I want you to share a good or funny or embarrassing memory that you have with a good friend. Mm. You guys got one? I can start us off. Yeah, go ahead. First thing that came to my mind, it was, it was funny and kind of embarrassing for me, but mostly funny. I was with a friend. She was teaching me how to play cribbage. And somehow I was about to say the phrase, life is rough. And I totally switched the consonants of the two words. I think it's like called a spoonerism or something like that. Okay. And I all of a sudden blurted out, uh, rife is luff. And is just luff. died laughing, <laughs> both of us. I'm like, I sound like Scooby-Doo right now. <laughs> but it was a little embarrassing, but we mostly just rolled on the ground. So That's good stuff. Yeah. Rife is luff, everyone. Amen. Rife yeah. is luff. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> The one that came to my mind, and I can't think of anything else, and I might probably shouldn't. Well, whatever. Okay, so I'm like elementary school, fourth grade. No, probably younger than that, third grade. And some buddies of mine, you know, obviously at that time, this was the 90s, so like smoking was cool. And <laughs> and we thought it'd be a good idea, like, hey, let's let's try smoking. And not really knowing anything, we got a... Eight by eleven, you know, sheet of paper, notebook, paper. Uh, we got some dead grass and we rolled it up. <laughs> and we got, you know, a lighter and we tried to inhale this burning grass and paper, oh, and no. it uh, it didn't go well. And so, well, that was my first smoking experience. Was it like? Was this grass like pulled from the ground? Yes, like it was from live my green yeah. grass. Yeah, I remember wow. vividly being in the back of my my house in our backyard and i mean it's kind of like the deader we tried to look for the more dead grass as opposed to like the live green grass well, sure. you know, why so obviously why grass well, well that's what we assumed oh, was in okay. cigarettes so. <laughs> <laughs> got it like, that's all got it is right yeah apparently not mm. but you know honestly it's pretty much the same as smoking cigarettes like it's pretty disgusting sure so sounds you might as well smoke yeah. grass it's probably better for you actually to smoke grass i don't 
Just well, to be clear, yeah, we're not recommending. <laughs> no, any not of this. at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, officially, officially, yes. Dave it, might have some recommendations yeah. for you. It's on my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> good story. Good yeah, story. Good one, Dave. Uh, my mine's not really a memory. I guess it's like something that's kind of ongoing. I I have two. One is I have a friend uh, in our church who regularly uh, texts me uh, his dreams and asks for an interpretation. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, And it's they're always just the most bizarre and funny Mm. dreams, and Mm -hmm. that makes me very happy. Yeah. Um, And then another one that I'm really – I, I just really love right now as a part of my life is I'm part of a group of friends. Dave, you're a part of the same group of friends uh, in which we meet every other month and have a gourmet meal together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the host of that night sets the menu and sends out recipes to people. And I think I I just I love that time. I think partly because I love the people there, but also partly because I love to eat good food. Totally. And uh, that's just a really precious time to me mm. you know i feel like when you sent this question out you I, I read embarrassing <laughs> and oh. the years weren't embarrassing i said good funny no. or embarrassing he did I just and i literally just said those words to you out loud it's true i know but you were well prepared <laughs> yeah for sure fair. Yeah. i wanted a more embarrassing story from you but oh an embarrassing one it's okay we don't have to talk i'm not easily embarrassed that's mm-hmm. part of the problem mm-hmm. is yeah. there are probably situations I could think of that I should have been embarrassed, but wasn't hmm. nothing. Even that you look back on now and said, that was embarrassing. Even if you weren't embarrassed at the most time. of my childhood no. <laughs> <laughs> was embarrassing. Yeah. I have a picture. Well, I don't know. I mean, I have a picture of myself, uh, you know, in really short shorts in East Texas, hmm. uh, wearing a Dukes of hazard t-shirt, like as like a grubby Texas six year old boy. Hmm. And, uh, I look back and I'm like, that kid was awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that you did have part style. of my life. Yeah. But yeah. I think it, it is probably an embarrassing picture. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. We're talking about uh, John 15. Uh, and maybe since it's such a short one, I'll just read the, read the text really quick and then do a quick summary of the sermon. And we can jump into some of these questions. Okay. So okay. Jesus says, starting in verse 12, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask in the Father, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. These things I command to you, so that you will love one another. Uh, in the sermon, um, Kind of two main sections. Number one is uh, the blessings that that come from being Jesus's friends. And uh, the first part of that is like, it's pretty incredible to think that the sovereign, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. is, calls us his friend. Um, And so just recognizing the glory that is in this verse that I think many people probably know well, but there's, there's a lot of pretty... Um, amazing things that come out of this and and three uh, particular blessings that I pointed out in the text first is in um, verse 13 Jesus loves us with the greatest love 
that he laid down his perfect life for us uh, so that we could be brought into this friendship with him. And he, he did that of his own accord. He, he laid down his perfect life and, and uh, he conquered death on our behalf. Number two, a blessing of friendship with Jesus is that we obey Jesus. And so because he's not just our friend, but he's also our maker and designer, we have the blessing of following his commands, which leads us to flourishing and to joy. And then last, Jesus is open with us. That's in verse 15 when he says, all that my father's made known to me, I've made known, known to you. So he, he like brings us into his sovereign plans. He gives us um, a vision for what the world and our lives are supposed to look like and the why behind it. And uh, that's a blessing. Uh, and then the second half is, is or the end of the, the message is about the mission that he calls us to. In verse 16, he says, I chose you that I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit um, and that your fruit should abide. And so he's he's beginning here in the farewell discourse of encouraging the disciples to this outward life. The, the good news uh, and the friendship that we have with Jesus doesn't stay kind of in the upper room, but it kind of goes out into the world uh, with with joy. Um, and I said there's two two main ways that we bear that fruit in the world. One is through our love for one another. The, the world should look at the church and see the ways that we love one another and be compelled by that. Um, and then the other is in an overflow of the joy that we have in Christ. So because we have this friendship with Christ that leads us to great joy, and when you delight in something, that delight should overflow into praise. Um, so that's that. Any thoughts on that off the top of your heads? You guys want to jump into some of these questions instead? Questions sound great. Questions? Okay. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> um, okay, so, you know, this idea that Jesus is God in, in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, and, uh, and yet he declares us to be his friends. How would remembering your status as a friend of Jesus change your life on a daily basis? Like if this was at top of your mind over the course of the next month or year, what would, what would be different about your life? I think for me, what initially came to mind was just talking to Jesus even more intimately. Hmm. I, I think I can fall into the the mindset of just Jesus being that kind of far off, uh, omniscient, omnipresent, holier, uh, and obviously is holier and most holy, but just then there's not that tight, like, I can talk to him and I can um, commune with him intimately. And I think being able to talk to him in a way that is a friendship, not this, oh, Lord God, like holier than thou. Sort of, <laughs> and, and that's not to minimize that he is that, that he right. is holy, right. but um, to know that there is just that intimate connection with him that I can just talk to him like I would a friend. Um, so I think when my mindset is in those places of like intimacy with him, knowing that he is a friend, it's just so sweet mm. and good to just be able to talk and know that he cares for me um, as a friend would, yeah. not as a as something else. As so, a deity. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yes. I, you know, you see that sometimes in the way that people pray. Mm. Like mm -hmm. if there are some people that when they pray, it just seems as if they have this like, 
nearness to mm-hmm. the Lord. And I think probably remembering this truth is part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This friendship is, is unique, right? Like we, we can yes. use our, yes, we can use our <laughs> earthly friendships as like templates maybe for mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what he's talking about. But ultimately, like you, you mentioned in the sermon, this is different from any other friendship we experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of hard to, to wrap your, your brain around because it doesn't fit with that. So we can take little elements from our earthly friendships and say like, yeah, that, that makes sense in our relationship with Jesus. But other things we can't, you know, and you mm-hmm. mentioned too, of like just the give and take aspect of this of this relationship is different. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. And so what I thought was like the, and it's kind of getting to what you were saying too, of just this authenticity of a relationship. Like if, if I'm going into my relationship with Jesus, with, with a mask on, with a, I'm going to dress myself up to look my best and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pretend things are good at all times. That's inauthentic, and he's not interested in that. Just mm-hmm. like if 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 you guys came to me and, and we're always putting on a, a mask of just like happy-go-lucky, uh, things are great, no problems ever, then I'd be like, this, this relationship isn't very good because mm-hmm. you can't be honest with me, and, and I don't feel comfortable being honest with you if, if that's how our relationship's going to go. And so that's what stood out to me is just like, this is our chance. It's there's this like this blessed freedom that comes by being able to go to Jesus just exactly as you are and and he accepts you and he calls you friend even though, you know, x y or z. Hmm. x y or z. Yeah, the reasons that you're not great. Oh, you know. Got it. Yeah. You know, he he welcomes you yeah. as his friend. Yeah, I, I was I was trying to picture um, it feel it feels like there's some kind of like movie like trope or cliche where there's like the the weak and puny kid has this like friend who's like giant. Is that I couldn't think of examples beyond like Gandalf and Frodo, but mm. my mind always goes to the Lord of the Rings. Baymax was another one I came up with from Big Hero Six. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like a tiny little dude, and he's got a big big friend but that felt like that's part of the difference here is Mm -hmm. he's not an equal um he's i mean that's the Mm -hmm. difference i suppose is that he's he's better yeah that's That's a big difference it's a it's a colossal difference yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) the sandlot came to mind for me oh yeah yeah Yeah. benny the jet rodriguez yeah was like the 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 top dog and then this you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. This other, he like know, befriends the puny, yeah, the nerd. puny kid, and he gets yeah. in. You know, he has mm-hmm. access because of Benny, right? You know, right. got it. Yeah, classic. Okay. Just like we get access to heaven. Mm-hmm. I never realized what a gospel-centered <laughs> movie that was. Benny the Jet <laughs> is a You're type welcome. of Might Christ. As well be Benny the Jesus, Robert <laughs> well, no, that, no. That, that, okay. Uh, All right. What What are when we think about this though? You know, it is it is interesting for him to say, you are my friends if you keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty easy to um, to show that, you know, he's not making one contingent on the other. The friendship comes first, particularly Mm -hmm. because in verse 12, he says, 
um, as I have loved you. Like you're, you, the commandment you're supposed to follow is one that I've already lived out. Right. So the love has already been shown to us. He's already made us friends. So it's more of like a, um, a revealing effect of, uh, of our friendship with Christ because he has made us his friends. When he makes us his friends, we will obey his commandments, um, or we will desire to obey his commandments. Um, but that that's the most uh, incongruent with kind of normal friendship. Like, Dave, if I said to you, like, we can be friends if you obey me, mm-hmm. it'd be pretty rough. Um, so th- remembering that, like, what are some ways that, that you guys try to obey Jesus just out of raw obedience rather than out of the delight in, you know, he knows, he knows what's best for me. He loves me. He's for me. He's my friend. Um, kind of obedience. It seems like we probably all have different struggles in, in that area. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go. My first thought is the reaction I have when someone approaches me about my sin and they say, Hey, you know, you got, you got this going on. I'd, I'd love to see growth in that area and whatnot. And so speaking of which, I've been meaning to talk to you about something, Dave. No. <laughs> Here's how my heart would react. And so like the, I think the, the fixer part of our human experience is that, okay, you identify, you, I agree that is a problem. I identify the problem. I figure out like, okay, I'm going to um, figure out why this is a problem, why I fall into this sin. I'm going to figure out the next steps to fixing this problem. Like what will I put in place to, to make this not be something I fall into, something I'm not tempted towards. And therefore I have this action plan. Let's go. Let's make this happen. And I'm going to do this. And ultimately it's of my own strength. Right. Mm. When the, when the, I think the, the reaction we should have is a repentance, a, you know, going to God and saying like, I need you. And just leaning more into that relationship, leaning more into that, that friendship and, and ultimately worship and allowing the, the, the spirit to really change my behaviors from the inside out. And, mm-hmm. and that's a lot harder than figuring out an action plan for solving the problem in my mind, but it, it's a lot more effective. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me being, or having a tendency to be more productivity minded and checkbox oriented, um, sometimes Bible reading becomes Mm. that for me where I'm like, all right, I'm checking off this box. I did it. And it feels more out of a, just, this is what we're supposed to do. And forgetting to, again, change my mindset. It's not just something. It's not just a book. It's not just black ink on white pages. Like this is the living Jesus that we're communing with Mm. in reading his word. Um, So I think that's something that I can be that I can just honestly fall into where it's like, all right, I did that check. Um, 
so needing to kind of train my mind yeah. and continually train my mind of I am approaching Jesus now in through his word, him revealing his himself through his word. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you could probably like that's maybe the question I'm asking is like the where are you where are you where do you tend to check the boxes sure. rather than a delight? Mm-hmm. And I, I, the one I was thinking of is, is similar. It's giving, mm. it's uh, oh. tithing yeah. because I don't think about it a lot. I mean, mm. it's like auto sure. out of the account, yep. you know, and it's just, a, it's, it feels like a bill. Right. And like, I really believe that, well, I've, I have two firm convictions. One, there's, it's better to give than it is to receive. And two, I never, ever want to be rich mm. <laughs> because I'm terrified of all those New Testament warnings mm. towards rich people. And I just, I, I could see how it could captivate me in ways that I, and that's not to say that like we have a lot of like really godly wealthy people in yeah, our body. Um, but I, I just, I'm glad that I'm not one of them. Mm. And, uh, and yet, but giving, I think just becomes the same as the utility bill or the mortgage payment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it is obedience, but it's not, it's not obedience that's driven from delight right. in Jesus. This seems like a, a natural part of the show to go ahead and take a, uh, a break to let you know, to cancel your CCB <laughs> <laughs> online giving and move that over to church center. Wow. seems appropriate that now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> no, that's, what it, that's what it should have yeah. been. Yeah. This podcast uh, is brought to you by, by our transition from CCB to Church yes. Center. Yeah, Church Center um, isn't actually sponsoring us. Dave's right. Well, you should do We that. are paying them. Um, okay, good. Yeah, great. What What are ways that you guys are wanting to go and go and bear fruit and honor Jesus? And what's what about that is encouraging or challenging to you? He says... I've chosen you, I've appointed you, Mm -hmm. therefore go and bear fruit. There's something you're asking the Lord for in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I just kind of generally speaking, like so encouraged by that verse, no greater love um, than this, you know, and the way that you explained it, Aaron, in the sermon around like Jesus is the one like who gave his life for us. No one else can do what Jesus did, which seems very clear. Um, and it's interesting that he says this to the disciples right before they betray mm-hmm. him and uh, abandon him mm-hmm. before he goes mm-hmm. to the cross. And he is saying that to them, um, which is just awesome. <laughs> and uh, I think as far as like my response to that, um, it kind of goes back to, you know, where are you where are you checking the box and not wanting to do that. So I think for me it would be like wanting to commune daily with Jesus and not like trying to trying to again retrain my mind to delight in him through Bible reading. Mm-hmm. Um and part of that is also like needing to change some other factors in my life as far as like you know, we all, I know we all say we're busy, but sometimes there are things where it's just like, it takes precedence over time and needing to prioritize, uh, or reprioritize. Uh, I think right now, like 
me taking a or practicing Sabbath um, mm. has been really helpful to um, kind of make myself stop and being able to take that time then to delight in the Lord, to rest. Um, and that has been kind of a conduit to desiring to be in the word more because mm-hmm. I'm not having these things come at me from all sides um, as far as like needing my time, if you will. I don't know if that made sense, but I know that was a lot in one answer. Yeah. But yeah, just reprioritizing spending daily time with okay. the Lord through Bible reading Good. specifically. Good. The thing that came to my mind is, okay, how do I now go and be friends with other people in light of Jesus' invitation to friendship with him? How do I take that? And honestly, like, there is a, it's hard. People are hard to be friends with in my experience (laughs) because of, of my own selfishness and desire for ease for example aaron ledoux no i just kidding. Oh, um, <laughs> the uh you did point at me my, right as you said that and i was right. like uh-oh my life group we we were going through galatians 6 where where paul's talking about bearing one another's mm-hmm. burdens right yeah and interestingly he says and so fulfill the law of christ <laughs> it's like keep my commandment yeah yeah do this and so we were talking about that, and I realized, man, I really don't want to, though. <laughs> like, I'd rather people kind of kept their burdens to my, themselves so that I didn't have to, because it's hard to bear each other's burdens, and it's it's taxing. And, and we had some some hard news come down lately with some friends of ours who are just going through some really hard times um, of loss and sadness in their lives, and being in it with them is you experience those almost right alongside them and it is it's depressing and it makes my arms feel heavy and i just want to like curl up in a ball and be sad all the time and and that's kind of like what i think of in in like friendship what we're being called to do is go out and love people like jesus would love them and man I'd just so much rather, you know, go read a book. And like, I have burdens of my own. I got to deal with those. But even in, in that, like having other people being a part of those burdens is such a blessing too. And so I guess I can't expect them to bear my burdens, but not bear theirs. Yeah. But yeah, that's what, what came to mind is just being available. Yeah. Going and, and loving people well and, and just having friendship well. And being known, I think, and authentic to people too is important. And that's, I think, you know, it's hard, especially for guys, I feel like. Yeah. Being, prioritizing the time it takes to be friends is is hard. You know, when you're in college and you have more time on your hands and, and you experience these awesome friendships, but then you get out of college and you get a job and you get married and you have kids and suddenly it's like, man, friendship is so down on the priority list that it's hard to make the time to do that and, and have those, those relationships with another person who loves you, cares about you and wants to know you and bear your burdens Mm -hmm. along, along the path. But 
those are the things I thought of. Mine was kind of similar where like studying through this text just made me remember first, like how greatly we're loved and how like abiding in the love of Christ, resting in that love really does empower us to be great, uh, sacrificial friends to others. Um, I, I thought of a, an illustration many years ago. I think it's rare that I think of my own illustrations. I'm usually like gathering from other ideas Mm. as I, or, um, straight up copying other people, um, hopefully with credit, but, um, one that came to mind was like, if, if we all had a cup of water, like, and that was what you had for survival, you'd be like pretty careful, mm-hmm. you know? And if somebody came to you and was like, Hey, my cup's empty. I need a, I need a sip. You'd be like, eh, I don't know. Right. But if all of a sudden you had this overflowing, like waterfall being poured into your life mm-hmm. at all times, then you'd be free to just kind of dispense you know, blessing to other people. And I think the gospel is like that. Like Jesus has loved us so fully that I should be, if I'm, if I'm willing to kind of think past and, and believe past my own selfishness, I should be totally willing to just pour myself out. Mm -hmm. And that requires every once in a while going and sitting at the waterfall and taking a drink and just Mm -hmm. like resting in him. But that also empowers us to kind of go out and to be, to be really great friends. And so, yeah, I similar Dave, like I, I want to be, I just want to be faithful and a good, good friend that proclaims Jesus to people in the body and in the world around me. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. And it's messy and it's hard sometimes, but I think the Bible promises like that's where our deepest joy is going to come from. Yep. Yep. It's good. Thanks guys. Thanks for your time. I think, we, I think we did it. Yeah. Even though Hannah's not here. Hope she yeah. hears this and she's proud of us. We miss you, Hannah. This one's dedicated <laughs> to you, Hannah. Cooper. <laughs> On Coop. Coop. What a gay. Um, sweet. You guys are awesome. Anything else? No. Nope. 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 All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Descend Podcast. We will catch you again in a couple of weeks. Bye.